Greetings, Earthlings. Welcome to a Beautiful Mind Podcast. I am your host, C. Patrice. Let's dive right in. Welcome to another episode of A Beautiful Mind Podcast, and this is Read a Damn Book. And this book that we're reading is called An American Marriage by Tiari, Tiari Jones. Tiari? Yeah. Tiari Jones. Yeah, that's what I'm going to go with. Um, so... Should we give a brief overview? Of Take the it away. Take it away. Me. Okay. So, an American marriage, we read in three parts. Um, part one. Oh, it, it's in three parts, too, mm-hmm. right? Cool. So, part one was letters um, back and forth. It was, Well, part one was the explanation of who our characters are. So we have Celeste and we have Leroy. From first person. First person perspectives. Um, They're new to a marriage. Um, We're in New Orleans, Louisiana. What were they doing there? You remember? Visiting Roy's parents. Visiting Roy's parents. Um, She's a doll maker. She's an artist. They're called Popes. Popes. And... He is um, like a businessman. Let's go with that. Uh, One night they get a hotel. They get into a little argument about who Roy's dad is. And then she has to, or then they take a 15 minute break. On that 15 minute break, he helps out this older lady who's at an ice machine. And he like takes her back to her room, helps her out on the journey there talks to her about how his um uh talks to him about talks to her about his marriage and the fight that they just had and that they're um wanting and trying for a baby so she says she's going to pray for them uh he joins his wife again they make up night happens in the middle of the night they get awoken by the cops saying that that old little late that little old lady has been assaulted or is, is it raped? It's raped, right? Right. It's raped. And um, she says that the only thing she remembers is Roy's face. She was like, I would remember that face anywhere. Um, at this time, uh, Louisiana is like super racist, or at least the town that they're in is super racist. And they basically just end up charging him. Like, yeah, you're going to jail. So... I think months happen, um, and, and Celeste, his wife, stays um, stays there in, in Louisiana with his parents for a little bit, awaiting his trial. Once he gets convicted, um, they kind of got to figure out life. Um, that's most of part one, right? Mm-hmm. No, because then they have some back and forth. Well, the letters. So the, these letters that they send back and forth to each other go from like, hey – how are you? Do, 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 do. They start reminiscing on old times. Um, lots of talk about abortions. Lots of talk about um, her sexual assault. Was, or was she assaulted? No, she just dated that older man. Celestia? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, professor. the professor. Yeah. So she dated an older man before and had an abortion then? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
And then, and that's why she wanted him to stop bringing up the abortion that they had to have. So it turns out um, when he got sent to jail, she was pregnant and they've been wanting this kid. And he's just like, I can't do it. I don't want my kid to visit me in jail because he got 15 years. I think it was 12. 12. Yeah. Dang, why you make me do it? <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, so that's basically it. And Roy gets wrongfully convicted for a yeah. rape charge. And the whole entire book yeah. journeys how they try to stay together mm-hmm. long distance uh-huh. while Roy's in jail. Um, or not. Or not. Stay together. And I cried every time i picked up the book i cried the only time where i think i was probably emotional would have been part two when again which i mentioned last time was when big roy got that shovel and said he was burying his own goddamn wife okay um i'm putting the dirt on her and took that shovel and and moved all that dirt on his wife little andre grabbed the shovel and was like you know i'll help you Mm mm-hmm so that was probably the saddest point for me. Everything else just about the book was triggering. Like, so um, I also want to say y'all can talk too. This is y'all like, please. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. Don't So spoiler, Roy gets out of jail after five years. He meets a girl named Davina. And I quote to Yari by saying, she fucks him back to health. Mm. And that's exactly what he needed mm. after being surrounded by men for five years. Well, he got out and his wife wasn't there. Oh, well, yeah. We also sped past the fact that she asked him for a divorce. Yeah, in, mm. in a letter. She said, I can't be your wife no more. But I would love to be your friend. But I'd love to be your that friend. And I'm going to still put money on your books. I mm-hmm. think I was very... I was... So you saying you would have wrote? Actually, let's do this. Would would you have stayed married, or would you have been just ride or die, even if you thought it was fifteen? Twelve. Twelve. <laughs> I think I would. I think I would. Bri, your man, which you know, like his actual alibi is you're with him. You were with him all night. That, and that's what I'm saying. If, he, if I knew he was innocent, I would ride with him for sure. Twelve years. Twelve. Yeah. Knowing, in the beginning, he was acting funny, Brie. He was, she was finding numbers in his pocket. Yeah, let's get back to that, too. He was never. He wasn't giving ride or die energy. Yeah. He was low-key a cheater. He was. He had bought lingerie before, and she found, he was Two receipts, yet she only got one set. Uh, for lingerie before and then he was like and then whenever she he asked her about it all he had to say was i only love you you know i come home to you i come home to you whatever so you were still he was a cheater Ah, what'd you say? No. Yeah, he said 99. I think in the, in the, no, we don't, he had said he was faithful like 99% of the time. Yeah. 
and he tried it every time. He said that he liked trying her, like he liked getting a rise out of her. What was she doing that was toxic? All she, because he was like, I knew how to get a rise out of her by talking to other women. And then she would be like, okay, we'll put a condom on. And that would make him mad. Right. Imagine. I'm saying, like, what was bringing out, like, whenever he was bringing up his past, like, she got so mad at him for not, under like, for just bringing it up to her. Sorry, this mine. What past? Oh, the dad thing. Okay, yes. And she and she low key had her own secrets that lo- that came out later once he was in jail. She was like, oh, okay, look, I ain't never tell you this, but I had an abortion. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Wait, wait, we have to fast forward to part three, though, because we don't recap. <coughs> wait, three. no, would you stay? Wait, Leah, are you staying? Oh. Ooh, that's a tough one. This is going to play no for Turkey in this. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I'm definitely built to stay. And if I loved him. Yeah, I like probably, that answer. Probably. I am also built to stay. I don't think I would leave immediately, but I, I, I But Celestial didn't love that man. And Celestial says she wasn't built for it. She had said specifically, she was like, I wasn't supposed to be a prisoner's wife. Yeah. And I'm I mean, I'm not saying that I am, but I'm I'm built for it. Yeah, exactly. I think as the reader, we really do have the luxury of seeing through and into all these characters. Um, because I'm pretty sure we can all agree that this is such a beautiful showcase of like wh- who people really are and how they really feel. Mm-hmm. Um, but no one is really that honest mm-hmm. about sharing it and especially mm-hmm. not to their partner or to family members or to anybody else. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that was really beautiful. I, that was, I think that was the, the most beautiful part, like shout outs and, and flowers to, to heart, to Yari, because I thought that was just brilliant yeah i will say that in reading it i did struggle a little because these aren't chapters they they go by the name of so our main characters were roy celestial and andre don't even say that last name and between the three of them we hear their perspectives just like those are the chapters like now you're reading from celestial's perspective perspective now you're reading from Royce now you're reading from Andre's and Andre is like her is Celestial's best friend from like diapers like they were neighbors when they were young children grew up together ended up going to Morehouse with her husband Roy who they weren't even dating at the time and and yeah becomes a very pivotal character in their relationship on the go forward Right, um, and with that style, it really conflicts. As a reader, I was very conflicted to choose a protagonist and to choose an antagonist. It was like that Spider-Man. Oh meme yeah, because like, you got you, it's you, it's you. No, no, no. You're you're the bad guy. No, you're the good guy. No, you're the like for sure. It's I think in the really beginning I was human. team. I think after our first reading, I I was definitely sure that her and Andre hadn't done nothing. Like even though like. Roy would write in his letter like, "Oh, you and you and Andre coming? Oh, woo woo woo!" And she's like, "Please, Roy, do not come at me with no Andre." She's like, "I'm just gonna disregard that and act like you know you're clearly having a bad day in jail. It has nothing to do with me and Andre." 
And yes, we're coming because you know how we get down. Yeah, I was like, no. Right. She, was in she, knew she, she had me full. She yeah, had me full. I just knew they were gonna get together, but let that be real life. It is no real life. Everybody, yo, I realized everybody doing it, and I just thought the yeah, best of people. I mean, everybody got a little shunting, but listen, I have best friend, male best friends. One of them named Andre, and wow. literally never like it would never Celeste, be. It would never, you? man. Hello. It would never, it would never be a thing. That's never like, it hasn't been a thing up until like our whole lives. So I just don't see it. So that's why I was team. They definitely not finna do nothing. But I should have known in the fact that there were only three main characters that he was gonna do something. Like, well, I thought I didn't think he was gonna be a full main character. Honestly, yeah. until I opened up the book a little further one day and I saw his name as a header. Yeah. I was like, oh, wait a minute. He's going to be here for a while. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he in this thing. The book starts off, him. book starts off with um, Celestial's perspective and ends with Roy's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was I literally saw everything happening, y'all. Andre's the neighbor. Oh, gosh. Andre's just the neighbor. Roy was the husband. So all of part three is basically. Wait, Roy. what was part two? Did we? What, what was part two? He got. He finally he got out early. Okay. Um. He was. Oh, and the funeral. The yes. Funeral. Yeah. Um, well, so Roy's mom. Roy's mom died. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, and Roy asked for their friend Andre to stand in for him at the funeral, carry his mom's casket. Um, he obviously wasn't able to make the funeral. Andre yeah, did. Andre, Andre was, if you, if, 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 from what I remember, he was hesitant to do that. As he should have been. He because knew, he knew his intentions. He knew his intentions. I even think in part one, she she was writing to Roy that Andre had got a girl. Like he, she was yeah, like, Andre yeah. got a girl. She's like some twenty year old. I knew then. I was like, why is she worried about? Just put too much sauce on it. But that's the thing that brings up the question: Do you guys really think that they wanted each other, or is Andre Celestial's rebound? He was convenient. Convenient. Being honest with you, I mean, sometimes we don't recognize our emotional needs and then you mm-hmm. find yourself in a situation thinking oh no i just really want this no he was mm-hmm. convenient you needed home, something you knew him. he was familiar your husband was gone you know? yeah mm-hmm. so that was a whole so was that all part two so funeral and then roy's release roy meeting davina roy meeting davina was in part, yeah, two? That was part two a slut okay. A shameful slur. Damn, y'all! Wow. Since the beginning. I mean, she had Gloria as her role model. You know, Gloria was sleeping with a, a married man. Wait, why do you think Celestial was a whore? Why do you think Davina is a whore? Because she's a slore. Y'all, Roy is the whore. Roy is the whore. Roy is the whore. I don't 
think she she's not a settling type. She yeah, I don't I didn't get that vibe. It came more like I I think maybe not settle being the word, but like she just thought that that was what you did. Like, you know, when you approach that age, that time in life, and it's like, these are the steps you make, and this is the person who's here, and he wanted her, no doubt. He definitely made it easy. And you know what? Now that I'm looking back on it, maybe Celestial, because again, she wasn't really giving guys chances like that. She wasn't like like a fool to the game or anything like that, and Roy was definitely one... Who was still, you know... He lost his tooth for her. After he lost his tooth on that first date, baby girl, you marrying me. Because what? But the more I think about it, I feel like Celestial liked that he wasn't all in. You know? I feel like if he was Mm, all in, then she would have have that guilt. Yeah. And just not even committed. Because Andre been all in for for her whole life. Like, and I was... She not an all in type of bitch. Yeah, she not. For sure. At least she just goes with the flow. She's free. She's a Sagittarius. It's her her thing is whatever's convenient at the time. She just yeah. wants to be slightly unattached. Like, ooh, can I touch you? But just like this. Are you touching? Yes. Then that that goes against what you just said. I'm a ride or die. I'm also a slut. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you can tell a ride or die and be like, okay, I'm just go with the flow. I may just choose to die. Can, can we recap <laughs> section three, part three? Okay, wait. <laughs> what else happened in two? So, oh, no, because we really need to get in. So, Davina, so this is why I said Davina was a slur. Because when this man showed up at her house, she asked him before she let him in the door, are you married? And she, oh, he gave a bullshit-ass answer. Uh, uh, I don't know. Um, I don't know. What? And then she let him in anyway, cooked all this food, fed him, let him. The fact that he was drinking up all her liquor really stood out to me, too, because <laughs> that's really what these niggas be on. They come over to eat you out of house and home and drink up the last of whatever you got with nothing to offer. You see, he came with nothing and left with everything. Yeah, man. So, yeah, I don't even know. He was wa- shopping through Walmart, oh. and Davina worked at Walmart. <laughs> I don't they remember that either. She did leave to go get some clothes at Walmart. Oh. Mm. I must have read past that. You know what? That might have been Olive looking out for him. Oh. First of all, I don't even think Roy really loved Davina. That you want to talk about convenience? First of all, none of them love anybody. Well, I was just talking to Leah about this. They're all unhappy. Yeah, everyone is settling. Yeah, like so. Ugh, it's, it's just so heartbroken. Just moving through life, though. Settling. It's not always settling. Sometimes okay, you just go that's through a, life and you, you want a partner to do it with. Well, people are now in survival mode more than. Yeah. I want to live my life to the fullest extent. But they're all at different points in their life and all different points in their situation. Everybody can't be a settler. They, they're all they're all unhappy, as though. As soon as she made wind of Roy getting out of jail early. Davina ain't settling. <laughs> like, oh, that's you, you remember when they were at the table, her and... Davina got a story, Andre, though. We just don't know and, it. And, you know, they, she got the letter that he was com- coming out early. Like, you just felt her demeanor change. My nigga on this way. Right. Uh huh. Relax. Like, 
And I love that the daddy was not for it. Like, yeah, whenever yeah. he came to visit, the dad was yeah. like, Mm-mm, I don't like what y'all doing. At least yeah. get at you. Everybody was so focused on the fact that Roy came up with nothing. Yeah. That was one thing that everybody was like, he had nothing, worked so hard. He deserved, at least, like, he deserves this woman. He deserves this woman. He deserves this woman. And that, that was kind of weird, I guess, looking at it like that. Like, maybe he deserved better than her, low-key. Like, be his consolation prize for like what? For a life, for growing up with nothing? Right. Yeah, that just didn't seem, like, what did she have to offer to him in that sense? But, um. So I think that part two was also a lot of getting to know the parents. It was. Yeah. Because after that, they didn't, you know, they, the parents phased out. So I think that was a major part. A part two. It was interesting because then you get to see, I guess, like you uh, you said, you know, her mom was the same way. Was that a part of why she made her decision? Uh, little Bo- Roy and Big Roy did. Big Roy, you know, because he mentions that later on at the end of the book, which I'm trifling. Yes, I just finished after reading this conversation. That's fine. Um, that, you know, could I have done, or I, I couldn't do what Big Roy did with me with it being a son. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think everybody's mm-hmm. putting how did you know? How does what Andre went through with Carlos? Because Carlos was clearly the most trifling. Man, okay, wait, 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 wait. Yes, Carlos deserves thirty seconds because how a nigga? I mean, the way they put his story, it's like this man. Every opportunity he had to leave the house, he was looking for another family. We'll come back. Grow three days. He would spend two, three days with somebody and be like, this the one. Be ready to leave his whole family. The first time it happened, the only reason he didn't leave is because the woman chickened out. So he's like, oh, I guess I'll wait to the next freezer conference. And sure enough, at the next one, found his new wife. I'm sick. Spent a solid 36 hours and was gone. Yo, and no, no, I'm not done. Then when he finally gets a chance to have a heart to heart with his son, the only thing he want to talk about is the fact that, you know, it was your mama that left me, right? You know, it was her choice. Huh? What choice did you leave her with? Like, yo, like this, this book definitely just made me afraid. Like, Ain't nobody real. Everybody has some ulterior motive. You never really know what somebody's heart is actually yearning for and what they're just okay with having for right now. Because what in the hell? That's why you gotta, you just gotta love yourself, trust yourself. Yourself. It has to be all about just you because apparently everybody else is. You're in love with yourself because people will make decisions It's scary. And I thought I didn't start this book on time because I thought it was going to be lovey-dovey. Like, I was like, ew, an American marriage? This is going to be about, like, some white picket fence and life's life's great, love's good. And it was not that. This was some ghetto shit. Ah, real, raw, transparent. This was some hood shit. It was beautiful. This was was some hood shit. It was beautiful. Beautiful I don't song. think it should have been titled An American Marriage. I don't. That threw me for a loop. But I think that's that the per- that's the point, right? It because it they were in America, so technically it is but like that's the black people go through. White people it is. Yeah. Not to mention, so sorry. Side note: When um uh, Big Roy, no Little Roy, was going through his conversation with Olive at the end, 
I thought he was about to say he did it. Like, I was reading eyes wide open because the way she was asking him and the way he was mm. responding, yeah. I'm like, if you don't say you didn't do it, sir, I'm going to jump in this No, he, he definitely didn't. But I get it, though. I get it. I get it. I wouldn't have wanted had to, had to say that either. Like, what? My, my mama? My like, own mother. You, I'm, yeah. My wife told you she was right there. Like, this was not well, something I mean, we made up. Celestial, though. I don't think Olive was feeling her that Yeah, much. Olive was never fucking with Celestial. But she probably fucked with, she didn't fuck with Celestial because she knew Celestial didn't have her son's back. So if her son was, if they were both saying like, no, nah, this didn't happen, chances yeah. are. Because Celestial was probably giving like, oh, no, nah, he did that shit. I don't know where he was. He was giving, she was giving those vibes. So Yes. But that also has to do with the class, the class thing, right? Like she was like, they felt like she was too far above. They were like, she doesn't like, she don't know where we, why do you know? What is that letter she wrote him? It was like, don't be embarrassed of us. Like, if you love this woman, why haven't we met her yet? Yeah, That's weird. And so like, as a mom, she's probably thinking like, it's obviously not because of him. He loves his mother and his father. So he hasn't come to visit us because of this woman. And if this woman got him feeling like his roots are no good, yeah, I'm not fucking with her either. Yeah. Low key. So what do you got? What is you guys' take on how Big Roy interpreted Celestial telling Olive before she died, and how uh, Celestial interpreted? Celestial was right. You think she was right? I, for I sure. For Celestial. sure. Mm-hmm. So the part we're talking about was when Big Roy told him told Lil Roy like hey I just want to let you know um Celestial or Celestial told your mom that we knew that or that you knew that your dad was in prison with you more or less your your cellmate um and she told and the day that she told your mom that she died moments later by herself it was very sad that killed your mama and then Celestial, when when Lil Roy confronts her and was like, hey, like, why'd you tell my mom this? I told you not to tell anybody. Why? She's like, hold on. It definitely wasn't that that killed your mom. Your mom died after that. She was like, your mom was barely hanging on. Her lips were blue. Her fingers were blue. Like, every breath she took, you could hear the cancer in her lungs. She was barely hanging on. The moment I told her you were not alone she was able to let go because she was waiting on you. She was going to try to hold on to her very last. Big Roy made it seem like she just went there stabbed in the heart with the one. Yeah, he did. That's because he loved that woman. I mean, mean, he also wasn't in the room either. He wasn't. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, Andre and Celestia. On, yeah, I, yeah. Okay, so that could be why she was willing to jump on him when she was at Walmart. Like, she was like, oh, yeah, I saw your wife not acting like a wife. So take that slower comment back. No. <laughs> I, 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 don't feel, I feel like Davina was the only one to make an educated guess for this. Wow. Imagine. A calculated. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you okay. Yeah. You were intoxicated after yeah. 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 Okay. I forgot about him. Maybe she wasn't a slut, but she was definitely an opportunist. There are definitely so many different. Yeah, I guess low key, if you're not an opportunist, if you're not taking the opportunities that are presented to you when you when you when they are presented, 
that is a bad thing probably so do y'all think that things would have went differently if celestia would have had the conversation with or just blatantly had the conversation instead of avoiding it do you think that things would have went differently what conversation in part three about i'm oh, sorry am i hopping over Let me know i don't know what happen. conversation well i mean i guess the the big reveal whenever he makes yeah. it down to um atlanta while what, andre what is big married. reveal like when oh, that boy she was married? goes to or visit well, i guess he knew that they were married yeah. but the conversation of her and andre are now together celestial um. was just being you know, oh, passive. she would have just said like she didn't want to like, yeah. address it at all. It back, you know, she he, kept he on yeah. down trees with a two sided axe. I feel like if mm-hmm. she just would have went by and said, "Hey, you know, this is what it is. You know, we could talk about it, get the feelings out. I can provide you with closure, and then we move on." Yeah, I don't think that things would. I think he probably would have been gone. He wouldn't even. Yeah, he wouldn't even have came. He wouldn't even have came. I don't know. Atlanta. I don't know about that because I think the fight was important to Roy a little bit at that point. Whooping yeah. his ass for sure. I think. I think at that Somebody point, get it. Yeah. you know, the way he was even, the way he was even talking about celestial, like. He wanted to put hands on her, bro. He said, you know, I could take it, right? You know, you know bro, I could take it right now. that part? That, okay, yeah. so that had me. Yikes. Imagine someone, like, really being, like, in that intimate moment, and they being like, you know, it's not really your choice, right? I could take it if I wanted to. I, like, die. I would have died so right there. what Roy was chasing, and again, for someone who's been locked up, he was literally chasing freedom the entire, he did not want his choice to be taken away from him. So if he sat down next to Celestia, <sighs> or he sat down with Andre, Andre was going to tell him, hey, look, this is what I'm doing with your yeah. wife. You don't have a say about it. Yeah, and go live in my house. It was very necessary for Andre and Celestia, I mean, Roy uh-huh. and Celestial to get back together before Andre and Celestial could ever do anything. Like, that was absolutely necessary. But the no condom, he could have just went in with the condom and they would have been straight. Because the thing that really bothered me. So where's that rooted and in, And that's, though? like, triggering for me is because people really be honest. Like, not you hitting another woman right. two days ago. Well, begging her <laughs> please baby please don't let me put this condom on let me just i want to feel you i don't want to fuck you like a nigga who just got a, out of jail i want to fuck you like somebody coming home to their wife and she's like okay i'm safe you in there for 36 hours come out a new man back health and then you're like oh you know what i should go get my wife and then just this, came to this woman's job to tell her, hey, yeah, that, that shit we did was awesome. Turns out, that question you asked, was I married? Turns out, I might be. So I'm going to go find out. Bye. Crazy. Um, and then get with your wife. And then moments into the first time y'all are together, start kissing on her. And then now you begging her. Look at all this I've been through. Look, I got stabbed. Look, look, life was crazy. Please, no condom. Okay. Um, look, this also happened. My mama died. Please, no condom. Think he and felt that's entitled how, to a chance, though. I don't think he felt entitled to no, her. No, it's. I think it's a her thing. It with her is. It was almost seen throughout the book, like even with the parents being like, "No, just just give Celestial back to Roy because he he's been through too too much." Like that woman was low key like property in this book. Give me back. She was low key property in this book. Everybody's like, no. Even when she went back to tell Andre, like, "Look, Andre, we can't do this. He's lost everything. He didn't come from where we came from." 
I ha- I'm the only person ha- that could heal him. That's not true. That's not true. I really felt like she was being handled like property, yeah, and she definitely. I think that's true. I absolutely think that's true. She would have been since the only Olive, could yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially since Olive is gone. That is true. He liked to play games with her, even when he was telling her, even when she had decided to choose him, and he got on that phone and called Davina again. So I think it's interesting. The debate is that you know we are settled on the fact that or the belief that Celestio didn't really actually love Roy and I think I would argue Roy didn't actually love Celestial either until again what did what did somebody say you only until Celestial was his only option uh. he know he not gonna finish you know he like I don't know if Roy really loved Celestial again I don't because think he did. what was the what was the quote I it think said, he loved Celestial said his life yeah, is yeah. broken his heart isn't he just, again, like, mm-hmm. he just didn't have any control or freedom mm-hmm. to really live the way he wanted to. And that is what's affecting him. Mm-hmm. Not the fact that he's not living with the, love his, with the love of his life. Yeah. Big boy, big boy, big Roy is heartbroken yeah. without the love of his life. Yeah. That's true heartbreak. Yeah. Like, that man making salmon croquettes on his own. And she hit me deep. I, I definitely think that <laughs> that uh that he liked that little Roy liked the idea of celestial more than mm-hmm. like he wasn't in love. I think that he liked the life that they could have had together and he liked how it was all planning out and how it was more than anything that he came from. But in the, even in the fact that how much he liked to just play a game with her, like yeah. oh, let you you know I'm still hot shit, like you don't play no game with something you're not willing to lose. Period. But he also, too, remember he kept making comments about, like, uh, I missed the way her hair was and, how, you mm-hmm. know, making the comments on how her appearance had changed and he wanted it to go back mm-hmm. to what he knew. The old Celestial, the uh, new girl who was working for them, he was like, yeah, that was the Celestial I remembered, not this. She was a little more masculine, it seemed. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think that, that Celestial's assistant overstepped by what she told no. Little Roy. Mm. I mean, she did, but she didn't. She she was a real nigga in that moment. That stunned me. I was like, watch your mouth. What she say? Like, you need to leave. She was like, look, was like, you need on. to go before you get your heart hurt. She was like, you've been gone for a long time. What him, her and Andre got, mm-hmm. she was like, you need to move around. I think perhaps it turned into love because it's interesting because again we know what true fantasy you know the aspirational falling in love what that looks like and then what it or what it, we imagine it to be like and then what real love actually is do you feel like all of that is kind of still wrapped in love you know like well, then what is love I, I think mean, it like, evolves it, and it changes how you show it, but you can maintain passion. Well, I mean, like, in the sense of, of seasons with your significant other, like, you're going to have moments where you're just, like, I feel like you're just going to have moments where it's not going to just be, like, I just want to, I don't want to just look you, you know? So maybe it's not constant, mm-hmm. but I think that you can always have passion. You can find passion 
and passion looks different to everybody in okay, different fair. stages yeah. of their life. I mean, I think when you start living with somebody, that really will show you like how it fizzles out, right? Because when y'all get into the everyday, yeah. the did you do the things that you said you were gonna do today? Why are there dishes still here? Like that could kill passion for sure. Like nigga, I, I'm doing the dishes now. You were supposed to do the dishes. Like no, I'm not sucking dick. Like you know, like that. That I think that could do that, but. I, that's not something I've experienced. Yeah. So I mean, I haven't experienced every every like five minutes without. On, I just feel like what what I mean is like love does mean different forms of intimacy. Mm-hmm. You know, intimacy in terms of like knowing your like you said your flaws. That's a I feel like that's definitely a form of intimacy is just to know the other mm-hmm. and accepting those flaws and compromising. So, peep this. In an interview with the author, Tayari Jones, Mm. she says, I think what love costs them is different. Roy believes in love, but it costs Roy nothing to continue to be devoted to Celestial. Mm. What does love, this love with Roy, cost Celestial? It's hard to put it into words, but it does cost her a lot. How? I mean, I, I, I mean, everybody stated, you know, whether they were with yeah. somebody in prison or not, but that's a cost. That's okay, so you're saying, out. like, throughout it, it, it would have cost her. Sure. Okay, I think, I think when I heard that question, I was only thinking at that moment where he's chopping the tree. I mean, even in that moment, do you think there are aspects of Celestial's experience that are worse than Roy's? I agree too. Yeah. I mean, even down to the whole scene, you know, in the was it the front yard or the backyard? Front yard, child. Front yard. Okay, I was like, where's that dang old tree? They was on French um, Street. Yeah, even that whole scene. I mean, and granted, I mean, he's in the restaurant. I get it, but you're living your day to day life, and all of a sudden it gets erupted within a matter of what a week, a few weeks. Yeah. You know, versus Roy, this this is his life now. You know. Also, when did he get stabbed with a toothbrush? Yeah, we didn't get to that. I mean, but just those small experiences now to him talking about taking it from her, you know, as far as like sleeping with her, that's who he is. And the whole while she's still her same person she's been because she hasn't had that experience as he's had. Even when he was destroying her car, she was turning the car alarm off so he could do it in peace. It costs Celestial, again, she's... For her, for Celestia to be with Roy, it would mean that she would deny herself of what she actually wants. Which you think is what? Not Roy. I don't quite think it's Andre, but it's not like Roy and Celestia would have been happy together either. She wants muses. Roy probably would have been happy, Ooh, but she wants muses. She, she wants she wants moments with people. Ooh. Yeah, they Peep were all this. made in his image. She didn't start making poupees until she had her abortion. Yeah. Oh, I didn't she didn't start making that. the dolls until mm-hmm. she had an abortion. Yeah, her aunt taught her. Really? That's right, yeah. Her aunt taught her. After the professor. I thought, he, I thought whenever they met, though. Yeah, she was already in it, but that was after that. Mm-hmm. This happened like her freshman year in college. With the oh. professor, then she went to another school because that happened. Mm-hmm. She transferred to her Spelman. whole success is based off grief. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It'd be like that for an artist, bro. 
They really do. And it's interesting because the author also doesn't mention the race of the woman who accused Roy. What did we assume? What y'all assume? Of course. I just knew it said white somewhere. But I yeah, it don't say crazy. white nowhere. I think I would, I just to be an outlier, would probably assume that she was black just because the town that they were in was, mostly black. was it seems like it was probably mostly black. And, and what kind of woman would just be conversing? Like, I just don't see a black man walking a white woman all the way to her room, telling him all about her life. Me and my wife trying to have a baby. There ain't no business for no white woman. I don't even want your white prayers. I'm getting better at that, Brielle. I promise you. I'm working on it. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm like, that's why I'm going to go to Denny's. <laughs> hey, straight. Uh, you'll never see me in Oklahoma. So I had my guy read this book, too. He had a bunch of, it got real controversial between the two of us. Because he's all like, like no, as a man, I, 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 no, you don't get it. So who was his uh, protagonist, Andre? Um, Yeah, he don't like Andre. Mm-hmm. Um, and there really is a clear difference. Again, even all the men were aligned. Roy, Big Roy, Mr. Davenport, and even Carlos was all aligned of like what should be done in order to honor Roy's title as a husband. Mm-hmm. Andre was the only one to be like, no, a helpless romantic, whatever, whatever. And again, at that moment, Celestial, I think a big part of why she likes Andre is the fact that he just bends Andre just want to take what he can get. Right. He's willing to take what he can get. And I think Celestial, even though it's not like overly exerted, like that she controls him or like she's aggressive as far as like commanding or demanding, but she, I mean, Andre is at her whim. Like she, even she could turn it off or on whatever she wants. Or. She took on a more masculine aura while with yeah. Andre. Yeah. I think that's a point as well because. Andre, he, when when Roy was fighting, he was like, "Damn, I wish I was a fighter." He's a software engineer or something. He's like, "This not." He's like, "This is not my forte." He might be a a, a a man that allows her to be more masculine, which is maybe what she's more comfortable with. Yeah, but at the same, because yeah, whatever. But anyways, um, it's interesting because he felt very betrayed mm-hmm. by the fact that Olive tied her tubes. And robbed Big oh, Roy. Oh, that was crazy. The opportunity to have his own biological children. That was crazy. And I have a different opinion because I thought like, uh, like Big Roy get, you know, you gotta get with the program. I don't like what, like really? I don't. Know. Really? Yeah, low key. I'm like, I didn't feel like Olive was doing anything wrong. Like, I, I mean, I mean in the fact that. I th- Maybe her tubes are tied before he came around, maybe. But if you got married to me and got your tube tied and didn't tell me, and then it's all surrounded by, oh, well, I just don't want yeah. you to treat my son any different than you would treat your biological children, I'm kind of upset. You gotta tell somebody. You, you got, that's a conversation. Yeah, Not when like, you marry sure. your body, your choice, sure. But like, that means be at least, be open at least know if I wanted to have kids and, and where that sat with me, you know? Like maybe he wanted to have kids because some big, elaborate, like crazy story, and now you're telling him, mm, no. But the fact that he loved her still, you know? And yeah. he loved her still. And it's so interesting because. The reason why she tied her tubes and to to prevent her from having, you know, children again 
was because she feared that Big Roy would not love Little Roy as much as his quote unquote own children. And again, how much of that is rooted in her own trauma it wasn't yeah. even about her feel fearing herself being abandoned, but to put Roy through that abandonment again. again. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a projection it's, more than no, a fear. No, the fact that he already didn't have one dad, and then like yeah. the his original his biological father, and then to see other kids in the same home treated differently. Yeah. Welcome to generational trauma of black African Americans. Mm-hmm. We're literally like, so this is why this felt so, yeah, this is why this kind of hit home for me, especially today, because I'm like, yo, this is like a micro scope on a case study, but based on a macro scale, like, Literally, like, again, an unjust American system screws up, overcomplicates everything. Yes, there's aspects of this whole story that are, again, just a natural result of of life. Death, sickness, again, cheating, all those things. But their lives were so overly complicated by one false, unjust accusation. And the fact that that was even possible, again, goes Mm -hmm. all the way back. It's just, again, cycles of trauma and trauma and trauma. And you see this man get out of jail and don't get he don't get nothing for it like that i mean obviously that wasn't the point but like damn imagine being wrongfully accused sent to jail and just being like oh okay well at least you didn't do another 10 (laughs) like what no nigga run me what i would have made in my money for the last five whatever job i had i need that salary times five straight up and that's why i agree i don't think it should be called american However, I think the point she's trying to make in calling it American marriage is why would we separate the two? Blacks are American. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's just as much of an American experience as a white person's American experience. Yeah. It is. Why would we separate the two? Because black why? Americans don't get the same privileges as white Americans. But we white. wouldn't. But, but if the goal, not even the goal, if we're being realistic and honest, Black Americans, white Americans, you're American. We know that as black people. So do white people. Half of them don't. <laughs> I would never say that. But they don't treat us that because we're not American. They treat us that way because they rather us than them. It's not a matter of, oh, you're less American, go to jail. I mean, we were counted, what was it, two-fifths okay, that's of a citizen? We bet. But, we but that mindset right. still exists. Right, so, and I feel like if a white person... Not human, not then. Not an American, just not human. Say, oh, he fit the crime, he did the time. You know what I mean? We were just like, he was wrongfully yeah. accused. Um, so it's like definitely a different perspective. It would be interesting <laughs> to have Experience. other cultures involved in this book club to hear what their opinions would be. But I, I wonder if we will start fighting. Uh-huh. So right, that too. Huh. I'll be wondering if we going if we would start fighting, like if other cultures were, like if we had some other people in here and they were like, oh yeah, he seemed guilty to me. <laughs> uh-uh. right. I don't think so. Yeah. I just think it depends on who you bring in. Some people are. Yeah. But you, you, uh, you That's what I'm saying. Like it depends, but it's like, the door? You know, people look at, people looked at crimes of black and white. Some people, I'm not saying everybody, but like some people look at crimes of black and white that it's like, oh well, it probably just went over their head and they would have looked at everything else as, you know, okay, this 
big picture. Yeah, yeah. But they wouldn't have looked at that as being the catalyst. Yeah, the catalyst of everything else. Just like black men getting pulled apart from the household and leaving single black moms to raise yeah. kids and then they grow up to be it's just a whole cycle, right? Like and then so too, you know, are we the type of black women who are like, I'm tired of explaining blackness to white people. Because that's how people, I think, then get into a defensive mode or they start getting yeah. frustrated. Yeah. And then you start, you know, getting into fights and stuff like that. I don't really care to explain it. I mean, know, at this point, I think we're about to be trying to explain something different. Like where we are culturally, like TikTok has made it that like black culture whatever that is it's a gray area now and it's becoming millennial or what is it gen z it's <coughs> becoming gen z culture like things that black things that we normally say normally do how we act is definitely becoming a gen z thing it's not a black culture thing so i think we're soon getting away from those being the different differentiators and letting it just be your age and for all American that's that's to me and I think that that's why she called it an American marriage because maybe at some point it was like a black American marriage and she was like fuck that because why why do I need to separate my blackness from being American I don't need to it's an American marriage it's a different story than maybe a different American marriage but that's fine I'm not writing about that one I'm writing about this one someone else can write that other story or perhaps she's calling it American marriage because America ultimately dictated the direction of this marriage. You, you vow under oath to the state, you know, mm-hmm. to the government. The, this union, you know, I think contractually, legally belongs to the government. Are we are we past three now? Can we talk about the epilogue or? Oh my gosh. Okay, no. Did we have more? This epilogue, but I mean, did anybody have any thoughts on Big Roy holding Andre up the way he did? Ooh, I loved it. <laughs> the phone line I broke. It. That was my favorite <laughs> por- part. Like, yeah, Andre pull up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Big Roy. Oh yeah. Uh, where's Lil Roy? Oh, I don't know. Come on in. Get yourself settled. Oh, you want to use it? Oh, yeah. So Big Roy's on his way to uh, Atlanta. He probably get there by the time you just got here. So you want something to drink? Huh? Right. Let me use the phone. Oh, no. The phone bill ain't ain't been paid. Phone turned off. You know what? You best stay tonight because yeah, it's winter time. Tonight. And Andre saw the sunset's a little what? early. What you mean? What it want? What happened to Roy? What happened to you? I'm so sorry. Your phone's not working. I'm so, I ain't know things got that bad for you. I feel so bad. Big Roy, yeah. You want some salmon croquettes? I thought you said the phone was broke. (laughs) No, that was a lie. I thought you were a straight shooter. I'm usually a straight shooter, but the fact that you believed it, he was like, yeah, I felt a little bad lying Uh to you. Until Until you believe that shit. Do I look like a nigga who can't pay his bills? I know that's right, big boy. Because the fuck, who are you playing with, Andre? Don't come over here, that bullshit. Talking about I can't pay my bills. So, I'm so stubborn. If I was Andre, I probably would have still loved. Like, oh, straight the fuck. I would have pulled over. I'd have been out of there. Like 15 minutes to the fact that he just sat there, like, stay, ain't nowhere. The fight. Bro, exactly. The fight. Yeah. He was definitely intimidated. Yeah. Carlos had 
Is he gonna take that ass whooping boy? Take that ass closing his eyes like. He was. Poor Andre. You know I mean, what? Well, sorry to be like that, but, but he was light skinned with red hair, right? That, <laughs> that's what I just said. I was like, he's light skinned with red hair. Swole. Yeah. You can't compete with it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Exactly. Eat peanut butter. Eat peanut butter. So then, I heard What do we make of Roy? Slamming his head into the tree trunk. Man, reminds me of any man that I know. I'm gonna kill myself if you don't. Sorry, I don't mean to make light of that. That's that's what, what no, like that physical pain. Men really be on that. Survive without you. Men really be on that. Like, (laughs) like that. uh, Like, they don't know what to do with it. Like, when it gets to a point, they don't know what else to do other than release. And. The tree was there. That was the biggest show of pre-jail Roy and after-jail Roy. I was like, yeah, oh, this man has man. changed. Yeah. Like, he was like, I ain't kick him. No, I knew I knew he changed when he was talking about whooping her. Like, he was low-key. Like, yeah. man, I wanted to put hands on her. He was like, I ain't never did nothing to a woman, but I want to hit her. Like, he yeah. wanted to fight well, Celestial. He said, let me slap that look of concern off her face. I was like, she built the family in that garage. Who would have locked him in there with me? Man, what? You would have been out there by yourself, car alarm going off and everything. But again, I'm pretty sure that thought be going through majority of men's head, you know, and the fact that we got inside Roy's head to know that. Well, like them want to slap us? That's crazy. I mean, I be wanting to I slap can't, people. I mean, yeah, I no, I be wanting to slap a nigga, but I cannot believe I would. I don't know what I would say if a man was like, "Oh, I just want to slap the shit out of you right now." Yo, Celestia was being unnecessarily difficult. Like y'all are adult enough to make these adult decisions and not adult enough to have a conversation confused. about it. Like, she was confused. No, they were both intimidated. None of them enjoyed confrontation. Yeah, they were all and intimidated. Roy was actually surprisingly really good at this confrontation. I mean, he ain't, he ain't got The fact that out. she still had his tooth too, that was a problem for I me. Know. Get that man his tooth back. So does Celestial love Roy? She, he was amused. I'm I'm certain just from the whole book and the fact that I'm I'm gonna go to it. The epilogue, she's like, Yeah, I'm not marrying Andre. I have no interest in being a wife, but I'm about to be a mama. Shouts out to me. I she don't want that. She doesn't want that control. She doesn't want that burden. She doesn't want the pressures yeah. of being a wife. She wants to create. She wants to feel loved. And she wants to live her life. And that's it. Right. That's it. Before we get to the epilogue, one question. That man that visited her store, what do we make uh, of yeah. that? Hey, I couldn't, I couldn't what do we make of that encounter? Cause did, she, did she not understand the interview? Because I'm like, did he mean something? Was he some type Mm-mm. of symbol? Yeah, I almost thought that it was I think she Roy, felt like he was Roy, who Roy could have been. That's what I was saying. If he didn't continue. Oh, wow. That won't that dog. I was like, that won't take color, though. She's trying to show y'all people. No, she said, yeah. No, what? Yeah, I don't want the one with the little arm. Give me the one that look good. So you got a lot of, like, to get He was like, now, sis, you know these, uh, these dolls are a little deformed. So I ain't going to hold you like, this is my first time seeing a book or reading something like this to where she's flipping back in uh, the perspectives of the characters. But in that moment, um, I did, I appreciated that, I guess, uh, method when it was 
how Celestia, when she saw me across the street, and then Roy's perspective from that side. After all, I got into that whole little flip she was doing because in the beginning I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna like this, um, but yeah, I liked it. Yeah. yeah. Y'all ever saw the movie Vantage Point? No. no. It's incredible. It's, it's a movie based like literally like that. Ooh. And then you piece together the story based on the different perspectives. What what genre would we call this? Was this drama? <sighs> Gotta be. Yeah, right. I've never written read anything that wasn't sci-fi. Yeah, for sure. Very, so very this, limited. Uh, I wasn't great? mad at it. Like, especially when I started reading it and not listening to the audio, I was kind of hooked. Like, I liked the drama, but in the same respect, I didn't like that I liked the drama. Like, I was <laughs> like, I don't need the these thoughts in my life. Like, I don't need these perspectives. I don't need to hear how niggas ain't shit. Knew that. I don't like, <laughs> I just didn't. But I did, and now that I've stopped, I'm done. I I finished this reading probably, <coughs> bless you, thank you, in like four or five days, and um, and after I've been bored ever since. Wow. Like I don't have anything in, as entertaining as their stories, and now we're not gonna have anything entertaining at all. Our next book is gonna be an <laughs> epilogue. We find out that. Roy and Celestial don't end up together. They continue to keep in touch via letters. And Roy moves in with Davina. They become a thing. He starts a barbershop business with his father. And, and he's not going to have the kind of life he like with uh, Davina either because she don't want no kids. Davina does not want any more kids. She is traumatized by the fact that she don't know where her own kid is. And Roy and Celestial end up together. They agreed to not wed. Sorry, Andre and Celestial end up together. And they agree, a.k.a. Celestial tells Andre that we're not getting married. (laughs) And um, they live their life. And Celestial announces her pregnancy via, uh, via letter and asks Roy to pray for them. Roy promises that he will indeed pray. And I do like that Roy got the last word, at least according to our knowledge. I think he deserves at least he that. He did. So, I'm, why do y'all think he stayed in, and I've probably been saying this wrong the whole time, but Eloi? Elo? Uh-huh. Elo? Why do y'all think he stayed in Elo? I would have got my ass up out of there so quick. His daddy. Come on, Big Roy, let's go. We can open the barbershop. No, Big Roy's comfy. His daddy, Davina, and her child. While you in jail, you just store up all this inspiration and ambition. That when you in jail, that that kind of stuff gets stripped from you more than you have. You know, it's not like you build it up while you're inside. I feel like he he. he, Where was he gonna pull from? I mean, could have been a rapper. there, so why couldn't he go back? He didn't I, go to jail. I just found it very, you know, strange that he decided not to move. And he left Atlanta. Why not move back to Atlanta? And that traumatic incident happened in Yeah. Well, I mean, Big Roy knew how to be a barber, so he and and he needed that direction from Big Roy. I think that he stayed because Davina. He stayed in Elo because of Davina? I think so. I think it was Big Roy. I think he stayed wow. because of Big Roy, what he meant to him. He could visit uh, his real daddy, Bio Dad, every right. once in a while. 
and then they started that business together. He will, he's very much a make the next move kind of guy. So he never, he clearly didn't lose that. And when his dad presented this opportunity, or I'm sure they had a conversation, why wouldn't you jump on that? Absolutely. Somebody to do business with me? Yes, please. Um, So, any thoughts on that? Do we feel like we have closure? Do we were we disappointed? Is that where we saw the ending going? So, when I say that I skipped over, I think what what did I read? Like halfway through part two, and then I read the epilogue. <laughs> so I knew how the epilogue was going to end, but I didn't know how the book was going to end, and I was very disappointed. Bless you to hear that they tried to have sex again and then he was like bro don't you know that like i'm so connected to you i can feel your sadness like you don't want me and then that's just kind of how it ended like you didn't we didn't get to know what else happened that made them be like you know what amicably we need to walk away from this like how did they get from him banging his head and her now um, willing to have raw sex and like how did we get there how did we how did we get from point a to z yeah we missed that so i definitely didn't see that coming i knew that they weren't going to be together but i didn't know that they at least were going to give it one more try and then it didn't work i mean that's usually how it go it is but the way that book was going it didn't seem like she it's, i mean she should have just stood her ground like yeah, what are we doing I think the moment that the cops came and they was like, who's the husband? And there was a pause. And then Roy was like, I's the husband. And then they were like, oh, so who are you, sir? Are you the neighbor? And he gave his address. He knew where the fuck was up. Like, after, when she decided she didn't want Roy, and then all of a sudden I'm back with Andre. Oh, yeah, no, that's wild. Yeah, no, yeah. Andre should have. It ain't no way. He just willing to take whatever he could get from her. It's always been her for him. She don't need a nigga. Yeah. So, wait. Spinning the block on Roy's two fathers. So, Roy has two father figures in his life. Big Roy's the one who shepherded him into adulthood and helped him grow into a responsible, capable person. But Walter is the one who taught Roy how to survive. Mm. Do you feel like these men deserve equal credit? Mm. I think that he handled appropriately. I think that continuing to call or feel that daddy, that love, that man who raised me for his father's or for Big Roy's correct, and going to visit Walter while he's in jail and like keeping up with him, I think that that made sense. Like, yeah, just don't let him just ride. Yeah, equal, equal, not equal credit, though. Had even needed him, had he not been in that situation. You know, he did teach him something valuable, but not everybody ends up in prison. You know, it's not a skill that you don't always need. Because you know how men love to be like, okay, well, you taught me how to to be a man because, you know, not that, oh, my father loved me. They don't say, oh, my father, you know, showed me how to be a man because he loved me. No, he showed me how to be a man because he taught me a skill set for the real world, how to use my hands, Mm -hmm. ah, ah, ah. Like, so men usually, again, characterize manhood by his ability to survive. Mm -hmm. 
That's a question for a man. Are we letting you, men that's right. We that's are. True. If yeah. we can get them to come. So that's the other thing. Uh, so I wanted our name to be um, Page Turners. I love it. We'll read a damn book now. <laughs> but because I was going through the names, I made a list of names and I was going through them with my nephew. He's 16. I was like, what about page turners? He was like, page turners. I was like, do you think I could get any men to come? He was like, men to come to page turners? No. So we went with read a damn book so we could get men involved, like so that they could feel like, Ooh, okay. The masculine energy. <laughs> we have to throw a curse word in there to get oh the niggas. God. Do what? As a wrap up, rate the book out of five mm. stars and then share anything like top takeaways or any key lessons that you're walking away with. Okay. I'm definitely going to give it, I'm going to give it a four. I think especially being that it was a new genre for me, something I was not interested in just by the title alone. It turned out to be a really good book, especially after um, section two. I could not put it down. Um, so I definitely want to give it a four. And um, key takeaways for me. I mean, I really wouldn't want it to be a key takeaway, but I think the thing that sits with me the most on this book is the fact that, like, it did nothing for my trust issues when in regards to a marriage. <laughs> It did nothing. It did nothing. It just kind of made it worse. Or or it only, like, aided my own feelings of, like, in this world, it's just me. Yeah. Like, it's just me in this shit. And, like, because who knows what else is going on in somebody else's mind. I remember that. So that kind of sucked. So, yep. That's me. Jerusky. Oh, I'm going to give it a three. I was I was on a four until just everything started to unravel <laughs> in part two. Um, Damn, you was on a four from the letters, huh? The back and forth of the letters, part one. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Um, I just feel like like yeah, it was it was like Chelsea said. I feel like it was traumatizing it may I, I do like the style of it for sure of the you know the perspectives um because there's you know there's different truths I guess you could say um and it it, it definitely um I will say I like the I really enjoyed the humor I think I was laughing a lot at just the way that the author um made the I don't know. I just feel like the the humor was that stood out. That's what stood out for me. So that made it enjoyable. So I'll say three point five. Yeah. I'll give it three point five. But um, it was it was, try. It was more triggering and like Chelsea said in terms of the uh, looking into marriage and believing in marriage. And I'm like, oh, you're right. <laughs> we now have we now get into a very sticky like the 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 how the other person may or may not feel their intentions and so on and so forth and it just makes you overthink mm -hmm. so yeah that's migrating can you hear me okay okay um so to be honest i checked out while reading this book um <laughs> so i will give it a three 
And I think that is not a fair rating because like I had so much drama going on in my life that I was numb to what I was reading. Like I couldn't get involved and attached to the mm-hmm. characters. Why would you? Um, yeah, like I barely remember their name. <laughs> to be honest, like I had too much going on in my own life mm-hmm. to even connect. So it's unfair. But and three is neutral. Three out of five. That's okay. Yeah. Because I can also relate. I can relate to the storyline. Which sucks. You know? So, um, yeah. So, it's some real shit. Can we cuss on here? A girl. (laughs) It's it's some real shit. Like, this is how it is. Um, Or at least how it can be. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. Um... So I think I'll say like a I would say three and a half, three, three and a half. And I'm only saying that because I usually don't like reading books that are so relatable to yeah, real life. Yeah. Now I'm not saying I relate to these characters in any aspect because I don't, but when I'm reading something, I don't wanna be engulfed in reality. Mm-hmm. I wanna mm-hmm. escape. I wanna, mm-hmm. you know, sci fi, that type of stuff. Yeah. So I think that's why I would say that I was where my dislike for the book came from. Um, But I definitely was tuned in because it was very messy, Mm -hmm. very messy. It's like VH1, you know, like we ain't got no business watching none of that shit, but you watching it because it's. I had to. I had to like, I mean, I started it. I have to keep going. It's got messy. Literally. But that's also the stuff we hate. Love them. Yeah. It's a, love vibe. <laughs> it's a vibe favorite, all the favorite. time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Missing oh two. Yeah, I love Krishan. <laughs> it's a vibe. It's a vibe. I'm a little crazy. Any takeaways, right? Mm, no. And that's only because I know that this is like Bree said, this is real life shit that people go through and mainly black people. Unfortunately, this is what we deal with on a day to day basis. So what was going on was not really surprising to me. Nothing. It was all toxic bullshit Mm -hmm. shit that I've shit that I've seen before, basically. So it was just like another another day in the life of another American marriage, another American marriage. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I give it a three out of five. I feel like everyone already explained the fact that it was disappointing the ending and it was disappointing that we didn't get to see a beautiful American marriage. We we just yeah. saw the drama and toxicity that we already see. Mm-hmm. So that's my takeaway. Mm-hmm. Where's the fantasy, y'all? <laughs> okay, so I'm going to go the opposite direction. Not necessarily. I'm going to go four out of five. I say opposite because I guess for me, whenever I'm reading, I look for, I guess, lessons and relatability, I guess, that I can pull out mm. of it. Um, and now, I, where was the lesson, chat? Okay, well, maybe not lessons. <laughs> I mean, not lessons, obviously. Not obviously, not, not obviously. But in this book, I'm not going to say they taught me a lesson. But, again, the relatability, um, the relationships – with the parents, I have a relation, uh, a weird, you know, parental relationship 
So I love to see the different dynamics. I, I mean, I probably keep bringing it up, but um, that's why. So I, I don't know. I really like that, how she made that connection clear. Um, for me, having a kid, so now, you know, not, not that I haven't been, but being hyper aware of what I show him and my partner and what I teach him, um, you know, uh, as far as how to be with his partners um, as he gets older. He ain't worried about that now. He ate. Um, but I did like the ending, honestly. I did. I thought I was going to like it, but it was kind of like, ah. You know, because then it was like, she did pick Roy, but it didn't work out in the epilogue. I wasn't going to read the epilogue here, but I'm glad I did. Um, so I don't know. I like the book. Um, there's a song that, so you know the credits of a movie, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to send it to y'all. It's the song and the credits to this book. I'm going to put it in a group message. <laughs> Um, what is it? Bear with it though. It's like a slow song. It's a weird song. But anyways, wait, Leo, what you got? No, because I was thinking about that. What songs related to the book? And Ooh. when you said that, that reminded me because I had picked out different songs. Yeah, really? I saw another. Y'all made an yes. American Marriage <laughs> playlist. <laughs> we should do that at, for the books. Everybody drop their song. Yeah, I'm not good at making for it. This. That would be cute. That would, that would be cute. Confessions. That would be cute. Confessions. Wow. Yes. No. <laughs> wow. Confessions. Oh, but that, I guess that's pretty much you it. You remind huh? me of a girl. <laughs> I'm, yeah, like not what songs would I I don't even want to drop my song now because it's not even. No, what is it? I'm going to drop my song, but Jay got me feeling like mom's like, Pray it away. Yeah, oh, cheat back. But yeah, I think I, I like the book. I thought it was a good choice. Interesting. I like self help. You know, we're going to lead into Jay Shetty. Talk about love. We started off with like the, the um, what is it? Yeah, what do we call that? Sci fi? It's dystopian. Dystopian futurism. Afrofuturism. Real, real time, two yeah. thousand. Damn near not fiction. <laughs> it's somebody's story. It has to be somebody's story. Um, and then we're going to self. Self. Which I think is timely. It's time. It's time. You know, this book kind of show us. Yep. Showed us a lot about love. It exactly. did. It did. That's also why I was like, "Are y'all gonna be in love soon?" And I think that everybody is in their own sort of way has expressed that they are kind of, you know, going through some things and or trying to figure some things everybody out. Everybody but me, man. I'm chilling. Oh, you're yeah. number one on the Ta list. Numero uno. <laughs> 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 uh-huh. Yo, if that happens, if that happens, we'll read another self-help book to follow that up. I'm not going to lie to you. But for me. With self-help, whatever is in it, you get it from the title. Subtle art of not giving a fuck. Don't give a fuck. Got it. So tell us all the eight. <laughs> I don't need another 30. Let Name all the eight loves right now. Eight types of love. Love, 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 love. Oh, ah, exactly. I'm open to it. When I read self-help, I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, my God, that's me. That's why I like self-help. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, you 
Jelly, 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 we haven't heard yours. Wow. The host? I. Yeah, y'all. I'm going to give this a four out of five. It's so funny how y'all were like, you know, this is drama. This is the drama. You know, this like reality TV drama. I actually thought this was so beautiful. Like such a beautiful display and showcase and peek into humanity. Um, That's what I got out, out of it. I don't have any brothers. And my dad was. I mean, he da- he played the dad front, you know, I think even still, I can always tell that my dad had insecurities, but he would never share them. Um, and I think we're just now entering that era where, again, Gen Z is like super open and super transparent. And it's like kind of making all the other generations bud open. Um, and so this was refreshing to me again, because I already read it once before, maybe like four years ago, but it did give me a better understanding of men. I think um, instead of just kind of dismissing their, to me, their childish behavior just for its surface value, it kind of did make me understand again, like there, I mean, I already knew again, had a knowledge of like, oh yeah, men are just tender, literally different. They're sensitive, um, much more sensitive than the women that I know. And so it just made me, again, like, everything that Roy did was a result of his pain, like, literally. And, again, Celestia was much more equipped to dealing with her emotions and, and all that stuff. And, but um, it helped me, you know, have a better understanding in order to kind of channel my compassion when it came comes to black men. Because, of course, Roy was the one who made the ruckus. There's you know, a he, book he was about the one who caused the ruckus a lot of the time. There's so. a book about being a little black boy in America. We should probably read that at some point. Mm. It, it definitely <laughs> sheds a lot of light on like black male experiences, like from yeah. adolescent on through, and why they are. And I just don't know any black man who would really, you know, be vulnerable, open his, sto- share his story like this. I don't know. I I don't have, like, my cousins or whatever, they not finna tell me details like this. They're just like, yeah, like it happened. I moved on. Life goes on. So what is your out of five? Four. Okay. So nobody's on the five. So one, two, three, four threes, four threes and three five and three fours. Yeah. What's that, a 3.5? Low key. So a 3.5. Either way, so though, from I read think, a damn book, I think an American marriage gets a three point five. Is a beautiful, brilliant writer. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you to Yari for this contribution pew, 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 pew. of arts. It was on Oprah's book club. And storytelling. Yeah, I hope somebody makes a movie of this soon. I kept thinking that. I'm like, if this was a movie, I, I would watch it. Go I can see that. Yeah, I can see it being a movie. Yeah. So I'm like, hmm, maybe one day. Other Leo. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, I think Celestia. Oh, the Celestia one is the girl from Atlanta. Oh, 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 oh I like her. She'd be perfect. Yeah. The one that I have was, no um, idea. The girlfriend. I don't remember. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she was in Joker too. I think she would be a perfect Celestia. She is. She it's has like a very not. I don't give a fuck face. But didn't they describe Celestia's little dark skin? No. Huh. Did I? No. no. I thought she was light skin. Celestia was light skin. Uh, yeah, because Olive was like. There was, mm. a, there was a part when Roy was writing and he was like, 
my mom like expects me to come home with the light skin or something yeah. like that. And mm-hmm. he was like, I'm not really on that. But just so happened, Celestia yeah. was on okay. that. Okay, I might have. Yeah, no, 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 no. She okay, was. Well, I gotta repicture all my. She was, and then and Andre was light skin with red hair, and everywhere they go, people like, oh my god, y'all have such cute babies. Hmm. Who was Roy? Was he brown? I'm assuming Roy was dark skin. I think you hit it on the nose with her. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have anybody else in mind. That I, mean, I had nobody else it, in, in mind, but that is perfect. <laughs> yeah. Am I too basic to to want to nominate Angela Bassett for Olive or or even what's her name? I feel like Angela Bassett is too, too hard. Mm. I think she has too much of a legal presence. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So uh, Angela Bassett ain't dying from no fucking lung cancer. She beating that shit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> 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 we need somebody older. <laughs> yeah, we need somebody older. Who's that old black she lady? She came to mind because I feel like Angela Bassett is good for like having a sharp comment, but also being pleasant with it. So. Because she she do be di- dying of a lot of stuff. They give her diseases. I don't know. She has very strong features. I see a little bit more. Women, I think. I know you fucking lying. (laughs) No. (laughs) Felicia Rashad is, she's Celestial's mom. Oh, Glory. She's Uh Celestial's mom for sure. She's Celestial's mom. How do y'all feel about Michael Ely as Big Roy? We could age him a little like bit and make up. Big Roy gotta be listen, big. Listen. No. He just, We're talking about the light <laughs> I'm talking about Michael Ealy. He just the light like, keeps playing. You gotta remember. He's a heartthrob. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Leah got something to say. Oh, I've seen two shows back to back where Michael Ealy has played a character that has been exactly like Andre. If you want, there's a lawyer. It's called Without Us. Other said Andre. You said, you said Big Roy. Oh, I see. I was saying Andre. Oh. oh. Oh, Keith Powers. He definitely give me. Yeah. Okay. Who? Keith Powers. I can see that. I can see that. I can see what's now. Now we cast in the movie. Hit us up, Tyre. We got you. Oh, Woody. From Power. Yes. I can see him playing Little Roy. Yeah. I could see that. I could see that. But then he's he has a cocky He does. Well, I mean, Woody could pass as, yeah, Keith Power was good, too. Yeah, they could all play because they sat at 35. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd watch it. Yeah. Definitely watch it. Pew, 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 pew. This has been a Beautiful Mind podcast featuring Read a Damn Book.